Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily. First up, Seattle Fire Department and Police Department. The members were discharged. You've got to watch this footage. It's absolutely, it's heart-rendering what it really is. Next, armed force members launched the Hold the Line campaign as the freedom flu spreads. Third, the One Belt, One Road initiative out of the CCP in Beijing is spreading into the Western Hemisphere. And finally, Taiwan's military is building a new P4 lab. Yes, you heard it right. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. So this is one of those stories that we've been talking about. We've been covering the freedom flu as it spread. We told you that this would happen in Seattle. The police department, the fire department, the fact that they are now put under this vaccine mandate. They've been, they're forced to submit to this thing. And now you look at these images that are coming out. Take a look at this video. This is out of Katie Davis Court. It's just an incredible, it's, it's, it's hard to watch, but you have to watch it because this is what's going on in our country. Check it out. What are we doing? What are we doing as a country? You look at Seattle, and I went out there last year. We infiltrated the Chaz, and that was this six-block radius of the city, really the center of one of America's greatest cities in the Northwest. And it was taken over by armed militants, and the police were told to evacuate their precinct. After battling it out in the streets with this group, then you had people that were killed, people were shot to death inside Chaz because that thing went Lord of the Flies really fast with AR-15s, mind you. We covered the story yesterday of one of the militants was finally arrested, charged 3.5 years in federal prison, but not for any of the activities that he did in Chaz, any of the crimes that he committed. No, no, no. So you have the defund the police movement. Now they're cracking down when it comes to the vaccinations. They're pushing these mandates. And these guys are saying, hey, we're done with this. We're not gonna comply. What are you doing? Your police department your fire department, your first responders. These are the people you wanna fire? These are the people that you wanna tell, hey, you don't matter anymore, thanks for your service? Do they even get gold watches? Look at this image of them dropping off their boots, saying goodbyes, holding a food drive for the homeless. And we all have seen the homeless pandemic in, from Seattle, I was in Denver last week, I saw this. Uh, to California, it is absolutely horrific what's going on. Even here in Washington, D.C., there's tent cities everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And you're going to crack down on the people that go out there every single day, night after night, day after day, when there's a 911 call, when there's shots fired, when a building is on fire. These are the people that drive towards the danger. These are the people, the firefighters, quite literally walk towards the fire. But no, we don't need them anymore. No, 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 because they didn't comply with the vaccine mandates. Understand where we are in this country. 
understand what point of the movie you are in. You are at a time when you have a central government, a central planning authority out of Washington, D.C., that is pushing compliance over everything else. They are saying you must be mandated to do this, and we will not accept your religious exemptions, your medical exemptions, or your personal exemptions. None of it. No mas. Get out. So what I would say to those people, uh, the police officers, the firefighters, the first responders, find somewhere else. Go to Spokane, Washington. Go to some other locale where people actually respect you, who respect your families, who respect your service. Let the cities get what they want. We've seen who they elect. We've seen these DAs that get elected. I'm from the Philadelphia area. We've seen Larry Krasner, this guy. I don't know how else you put it. The guy's pro-crime. Let the cities get what they asked for. It's as simple as that. It's what they voted for. If you want the policy of defunding the police and defunding the firefighters and not prosecuting criminals, then all right, okay, there you go. I'm not gonna cry for you. Why would I? That's what you asked for. That's what you want. And we went through this in this country in the 1960s, in the 1970s, and then finally it got turned off in the 1990s. Giuliani in New York, as the mayor, of course, uh, you saw the policies he instituted but we're going to a very dark place and that's why I just tell people get out of cities. Don't be there. Just get out as far as you can and comfortably can from any one of these major metropolitan areas because this ain't just gonna be Seattle, it ain't just gonna be Philadelphia. We saw what happened on the train out there recently with an illegal immigrant, by the way, raping someone on a train in Philadelphia and the commuters doing nothing. Why? Because they know that they'd be prosecuted if they got involved. That's where you're at in this country, United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, embrace it. So we've been talking about how the freedom flu is affecting our first responders, our police officers, our firefighters, but we're gonna go back to how it's, how it's affecting the military. Look at this video, this comes out of Libs of TikTok, that's just a fantastic account, you've gotta go follow these guys. They found this, it's a new campaign launched by active duty service members, Marines, airmen, soldiers, sailors, that are putting up these TikTok videos that are just talking direct, it's so powerful because what they're doing is they're talking directly to the camera. And so for those of you listening on the podcast, I go to uh, Libs of TikTok or go watch this on the video version because you have to actually see the faces of these service members as they deliver these announcements in this new Hold the Line campaign. Check this out. My name is Noah Sturgis Johnson. I'm a specialist in the United States Army. I am currently stationed at Fort Eustis, Virginia as an 88 kilo watercraft operator. Due to the new order of the COVID-19 vaccine, I will potentially face separation from the United States Army. And I'm currently pending a religious exemption. My name is Stratton West. I'm a petty officer third class in the United States Navy. I've been serving honorably for exactly two years and I will continue to do so. I've been stationed at Naval Air Station, Pensacola, Florida, and I'm currently stationed at Naval Air Station, North Island in Coronado, California. <clears throat> in fulfilling my duties, I've been assigned to be a lead junior sailor in our mentorship and training program, and I take great pride in doing so. I will potentially be discharged for denying the COVID-19 vaccine. My name is Lucas Jeffers, and I am a corporal in the United States Marine Corps. I have served honorably for three years and four months and will continue to do so. 
For the entirety of my career, I have been stationed at MCAGCC, 29 Palms, California. I have deployed to Northern Syria and Northern Iraq. In fulfilling my duties, I have been an FTC chief and an 81 section leader. I will potentially be discharged for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine. My name is Ryan Lovell. I'm a Sergeant in the United States Marine Corps. I've served honorably for nine years and four months. I've been to Camp Lejeune and Camp Delta and deployed to Romania, Israel, and Saudi Arabia. In fulfilling my duties as a combat engineer, I've been a squad leader, a section head, and an instructor. I will potentially be discharged for denying the COVID-19 vaccine. And I love the way that they put that, right? They say, I will continue to do so. I will continue to serve. What are they doing when they're saying that? They're calling you out. They're calling out President Biden. They're calling out Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. They're calling out Anthony Fauci from the NIH. They're calling out everyone. They're saying, fire me. Make me have to leave service when I have a completely honorable service record up until this point. And we played the audio last week of that female soldier who was being kicked out that had a medical issue and said, I can't take this because I have a medical issue. And she's in there pleading with her doctor, saying, I've got this issue, I can't take this thing. And then the doctor sits there and says, well, there's nothing I can do. We're gonna take away your medical retirement, and then we're gonna put you before a board of inquiry and potentially put you into a court-martial, and then give you an other than honorable discharge. That's what we're doing to our service members. And so when I see people cracking down like this, we have to call it what it is. This is medical, tyranny. But I do think that there's hope in the horizon. I do think there's hope on the horizon. What do I mean by that? Look at Southwest. They're backing down from the vaccine mandates. Look at Delta. They're backing down from the vaccine mandates. If people stand together against tyranny in any form, whether it be censorship through social media, whether it be strikes on YouTube, whether it be um, these crackdowns on the pro-life community, like the story we covered yesterday from the DOJ officials speaking on a White House phone call saying that people aren't sincere. By the way, the White House is very upset, very upset with Human Events Daily. They are freaking out over who could potentially be leaking to Human Events Daily, who's leaking to Posobiec. And I just gotta say, do you really think, Ron Klain, do you really think, Tina Flournoy, that it's only one person do you really think I only have one source in your little administration? Oh, no, 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 this government is big. And you've got people, a lot of people in the White House that are sick to death of the medical tyranny that you're pushing. You've got people that have been serving there for a long time. You've also got people that have been serving there for a short time that are sick of you and they're playing both sides against the other. So which is it? Do I have sources on Team Biden or do I have sources on Team Kamala? That remains to be seen. But just as a message to all of you, as a message to all of you, I hope that you have a great night's sleep. And if you want the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, go to mybill.com, use promo code POSTOVER, up to 66% off. Tina and Ron and Joe and Jill and everyone else, sleep tight. And while you're sleeping, I'll be talking to your staff. And your staff will be telling me every little thing that they have going on. They'll be telling me what's going on at the Pentagon. They'll be telling me what's going on in the White House, in every single department of your administration, because my network of sources is not going away, no matter what you or anybody else has to say about it. Stay tuned, Human Events Daily, next segment coming up. 
Now, as everybody knows, this show is powered by Turning Point USA, but I get a lot of people asking me all the time, they say, Jack, how do I get to be a part of Turning Point USA? What do I do? You know, I don't have a chapter on my campus yet or in my area. I don't know if there's other Turning Point people, you know, my huge liberal campus. I don't want to just, you know, kind of raise my hand and then get, you know, schwacked by the administration and the sensorati and everything else, what do I do? I said, well, it's simple, right? If you don't have a chapter on your campus yet, or you're just looking to get involved with Turning Point and you don't know who exactly to contact or whatever, super easy. Go to tpusa.com and go to the Get Involved section. You just click on the little uh, drop-down menu, you go to Get Involved, and it's actually very simple. I just, I literally just pulled it up right now. Turning Point USA invites you to join the mission, spread the principles, fiscal responsibility, free markets, limited government, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's a really great, it's just got a uh, fill out form. You fill out the form and it actually says, and this is what it says on the site. So Charlie and everybody else, I'm gonna hold you to this. Someone from the team will be in touch within two business days to tell you about ways to be part of Turning Point USA. If you have any questions or aren't sure where to start, feel free to email hq at tpusa.com or contact us right from the form. So it's super easy. Just go there, get involved, sign up. So many different programs that are coming. Of course, America Fest, we've been talking about that. We just had the huge drop. All the names that are coming, myself, Tucker, Tar uh, Charlie Kirk, Don Jr., everybody that's gonna be out there. Phoenix, it's December 18th to 21st. So make sure if you don't have your tickets for that, get them now or else you're gonna be you're gonna be up the creek. What can I say? You're gonna be up the creek. All right, let's get into the next story because this one actually is huge. What we see going on, what we see going on in South America and Latin America. From Daily Mail, how China has flexed its economic muscles in Latin America. Take a listen to what's going on because it's not just Latin America, it's South America and it's Cuba. China's One Belt, One Road initiative is coming to America's backyard. China has delivered two solar panel parks to Cuba as part of the two countries' bilateral cooperation in renewable energies. After 18 months of construction, complete with Chinese advisors aiding Cuban technicians, both parks began operations last February and have allowed the Caribbean nation to save around 45,000 tons of fuel. The first installation was in the western province of Pinar del Rio and generates 4 megawatts, while the second and largest in the country is located in the town of Yaguaramas and generates 5 megawatts. Este proyecto también es una muestra de amistad y voluntad de cooperación de gobierno y pueblos chinos hacia con el gobierno y pueblos cubanos y la confianza, hermandad y solidaridad entre nuestros dos países y nuestros dos pueblos. 这个建设当中呢，我们给这个古巴政府和它相关的这个技术人员充分合作，我们也把我们中国好的技术、好的设备带到了这个古巴，然后我们也通过这个设备和这个设计工作、施工工作当中的对古巴人的指导，然后提高
power plants in Latin America and the Caribbean as Cuba just signed a new energy deal while U.S. influence fades. Now, we talk about One Belt, One Road in terms of Central Asia, we've talked about it in terms of India, but you really need to be very careful to understand what exactly China is doing on this side of the globe, on the Atlantic Ocean, the Atlantic seaboard, the Caribbean Sea. Right? And now understand, there's only one person right now that's really fighting back against China in South America, and that's Bolsonaro in Brazil. So Bolsonaro has become a target of the left in uh, South America and certainly within Brazil. From all of these different forces, they are fighting against him. Why? Because they want Brazil to be turned into, and all of South America turned into, this left-wing authoritarian regime playground. And a lot of this, a lot of this is being backstopped by CCP money. We have the receipts. Now, of course, we've been talking a lot about the South China Sea. We've been talking a lot about the Taiwan situation. Taiwan is now responding. Listen to this missive that was just delivered by President Tsai Ing-wen, the president of Taiwan, that she delivered just a few days ago from the president's office in Taipei. Emerging from the pandemic, authoritarian regimes are now even more confident that their alternative model is more adaptive than the democratic systems. Through brain zone activities, military threats, and information manipulation, authoritarian regimes aim to erode our citizens' confidence in democratic institutions and polarize our societies. Taiwan stands on the front line of this assault, and we have been working diligently to combat such coercion. We will share our experience and continue working with like-minded countries to safeguard the liberal democratic world order and to tackle the unprecedented challenges from authoritarian regimes. And so now, of course, people are saying, what can Taiwan possibly do? They're very small, their military isn't as strong as China's, they're right across the Taiwan Strait. Breaking news out of TaiwanNews.com. Taiwan's military is setting up a P4 lab to prevent new virus outbreaks. Of course, they say the project will adhere to strictest international safety standards. Taiwan is getting in the game the same way China did. As Taiwan continues to rebound from the COVID-19 pandemic, the Ministry of National Defense plans to set up a new P4 laboratory to prevent and counter outbreaks of new viruses, reports have said. Biosafety Level 4 labs are designed to handle the most dangerous pathogens. In Taiwan, the military's only National Defense Med Medical Center has operated a P4 lab, which has done for 30 years. They are now instituting a new one uh, with U.S.-backed, or I should say in U.S. dollars, it's $6.63 million, a new program launched by the Ministry of Science and Technology combined with the Ministry of National Defense. What is Taiwan doing? It's very simple. It's very simple. This is Taiwan sending a message to Beijing, to the CCP, to Xi Jinping, to Xi Jinping, Peter Daszak, Anthony Fauci, and all the rest of them. We know what you did. We know what you did. And we have the ability now, they're going to have the ability now, to deconstruct the COVID-19 virus, to deconstruct the original virus, and uh, specifically determine what the origins of this virus were. And I think, I wouldn't be surprised if I would think that this isn't a little bit of a message, a little bit of a threat across that strait, basically saying, we see what you did. You had your little P4 lab, now we're gonna have a P4 lab. 
and ours is gonna be completely secure. Don't mess with us, because we're gonna have one of those labs too now. Taiwan is Silicon Valley West. And I get a lot of people, they say, Jack, why do you care about Taiwan? Why does it matter, et cetera? Look, 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 all that aside, Taiwan is Silicon Valley West. The microchip processors that come out of Taiwan, it's a massive, massive chunk of the world supply. If they fall to the PRC, if they fall to Beijing, that is all gonna be under the control of the CCP. So your F-150s, your circuit boards, your laptops, your cell phones, guess what? That's all gonna be CCP now. And you're talking the nanotechnology that they make, they're the most sophisticated chips in the world, the way the world is moving. Now I wish, I wish all of that were in Silicon Valley, I wish all of that were literally in the United States, but it is what it is, folks. This is the situation we're in. So that is why, that is why you need a military that's not going through this freedom flu, that doesn't have these vaccine mandates, et cetera, et cetera. You need to be strong to prevent anything like that from ever happening. All right, that's all the time we have here for Human Events Daily. Thank you so much for being part of this, being part of our morning briefing. You can send this out to everybody. Make it part of your day. I have a lot of people tell me, they say, Human Events Daily, it's becoming part of my morning routine. I've got other people saying I listen to it at the gym. It's 22 minutes. We give you the entire world. Our motto, be good, be brief, be gone. Share this out with your normie friends. And please, by the way, leave us a review. I've seen the numbers uh, bumping up on the reviews. It really, really helps us, helps in the rankings, helps us with everything. But before we go, it's time for today's moment of history. Today is the 10-year anniversary, October 20th, 2011, when Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama invaded Libya and killed, led to the death of Muammar Gaddafi the guy who was in charge of Libya. And you look at the violence and the slavery that has outpoured from Libya ever since. Absolutely disgusting. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission to lay ashore.